G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. God is a supernatural God. God goes ahead of us. God knows all things. God is all-powerful. God is all-loving. And God pours out gifts through His people into other people's lives. And that's the powerful truth that we're going to share in today. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me again on Christianity Works. Well, this is the last message in a series that I've called The Holy Spirit and Me. And I just don't think that we can finish up talking about the amazing work of the Holy Spirit without taking a look at the powerful gifts that he wants to give to each one of us, including you. So let's head into God's Word and please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about a free daily devotional that I'd love to send you to help you live each day in the power of God's Spirit and the power of God's Word. Let's imagine just for a moment that there's a father who has some children. He's their dad. In in a very real sense, he created them. He loves them as a father loves his children. But, well, they've been separated from one another for a long time. He's never stopped loving them. He's never stopped thinking about them. And one day... They come back to him. They're reunited as a family, and the father is just overjoyed. He goes to the airport to meet them. His heart's in his throat. There are tears in his eyes. And like any father in that situation, he takes with him some gifts to give to these children, beautifully wrapped, especially chosen for each of them. To give a gift in that circumstance would be completely in character for a father to do. Because that's what dads do, because there'd be a love and a joy and it just makes us want to give gifts. And since we're made in God's image, then it would be entirely reasonable to expect that God our Father would be exactly the same. Over the last three weeks, we've been working our way through a series that I've called The Holy Spirit and Me. Three weeks ago, we began looking at how Jesus promised to give each person who believed in him the Holy Spirit. Another comfort, another counsellor, just like Jesus. And then the next week we looked at the fact that when that happens, when we accept Jesus and, and we're filled with his Spirit, then he begins to deal with our sin. The Spirit is called the Holy Spirit. And part of what he does in us is to help us take that rubbish out from our former life and throw it out so that we can be free to live the life that God always intended. And last week we looked at the fact that God knows each one of us intimately. He looks at you and he knows you just the way you are. He he looks at me and he knows me just the way I am. And so he approaches us in different ways, in ways that he chooses to build a relationship with us through his Holy Spirit. This week... We're going to finish this series off looking at the gifts of the Spirit. It turns out that the New Testament talks about three different types of gifts of the Spirit. Now, I'm no Greek scholar, 
But the Greek word that's used in the New Testament for gift is charisma. We know that word fairly well. And the, the Greek word that's used for joy is almost the same word. It's charis, the same sort of derivative. So, so they're free gifts that come from God that give joy at being reunited with him as his children. They're free gifts and they're gifts of joy. Let's take a bit of time today, if you can hang around with me for a, a few minutes today, just to look at some of those gifts and just to get a sense of, of what God's doing. We can't go through them all in detail, but just to kind of expose them and unpack them a little bit and be aware of them so that we can eagerly desire those gifts. A gift, by definition, is free, but we need to be ready to receive. So it's given as a gift not only to us, but for the potential benefit of other people. The first lot of gifts that are talked about in the Bible happen in Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. It's written by Paul. Let me read it to you. For by grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, don't think of yourself more highly as you should, but think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as one body we have many members, and not all of the members have the same function. So we who are many are one in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. Ministry in ministering. The teacher in teaching. The exhorter in exhortation. The giver in generosity. The leader in diligence. The compassionate in cheerfulness. Now, none of those are kind of spooky, hairy, fairy gifts. They're, they're pretty straightforward gifts. To prophesy means to speak God's will, to speak what God is thinking into a situation. We sometimes think of it as predicting the future, but most often it's about speaking God's will, encouraging, admonishing into a situation. Some people have that gift. Other people have the gift just to, to minister to other people. Some people have the gift of teaching. Other people have the gift of exhortation, of encouraging, of, of lifting them up. Other people are motivated to be givers. They're just really good at giving of their own things and wealth into other situations. Some people we know, we meet them, we go, there is a natural gifted leader. And some people are gifted in compassion, in mercy. They're pastorally gifted. They're the ones that, that will hang with someone who's sick over time. Each one of us has one or two or maybe even three of those in our makeup according to the grace that is given to each one of us to be used for other people. You and I have been crafted in our mother's womb. And isn't it exciting to know there's a gift or two or three been put into our DNA, into the, into the fibre of who we are by God? I encourage you to spend some time thinking about that. Because each one of us has some motivation. That's why these are called motivational gifts. Some motivation to speak out God's will or to minister to others or, or to teach or to encourage or to give or to lead or, or just to show compassion. And those gifts aren't gifts for us to hang on to. They're gifts for us to use in the lives of other people. They're gifts through which God flows into the lives of other people. You might think, well, you know, I don't have any real gift. Well, I don't think so. God has gifted you from the time that you were in your mother's womb with one of those gifts that you can use to take the blessing of God into someone else's life. That's what this is about. 
we can look at some of the other gifts that the Bible talks about when we come back after this break. As we take this short break, I'd like to tell you about a free daily resource that I'd love to send you to help you draw closer to Jesus. It's called Fresh, a short daily devotional with a powerful scripture verse and some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement delivered right to the inbox on your smartphone, tablet or computer each and every day. Or, if you prefer, you can now receive a printed version delivered right to your letterbox. It's completely free. To get instant access either to the digital or the printed version of Fresh, stop by our mobile-friendly website, ChristianityWorks.com. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign-up right there at the top of the homepage. Or, if you prefer, give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 to request the printed Fresh devotional. It's completely up to you. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com or toll-free on 1300-722-415. So go ahead, sign up to receive fresh, and may your heart be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. So let's dive straight back into the powerful Word of God and take a look at some of the motivational gifts that God weaves into the DNA of each of His children and some of the leadership gifts that he pours out in his church. We're talking today in our last program in the series The Holy Spirit and Me about the gifts, the spiritual gifts that God gives us through the Holy Spirit. The first lot that we looked at before the break were what are called motivational gifts. They're kind of in our DNA. We all have a bent in a certain direction. For some people, it's it's speaking out God's will. For some people, it's encouraging. For others, it's teaching. For others, it's serving. For others, it's hanging with people in compassion and, and pastoring them. That's one lot of gifts. We all have one or two of those gifts that are wired into our DNA. And I would really encourage you to get before God and say, Lord, I'm looking at this list of gifts that you've put there in, in Romans chapter 12. Which one's me? God, I, I want you to use what you've put into the fiber of my being to bless other people and to encourage other people. Because, God, I want to be used by you. Well, the second lot of gifts we're going to look at today come from Ephesians chapter 4. If you have a Bible, let's go there. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. These gifts are what are called leadership gifts. Not everybody's going to be a leader. But, you know, sometimes we kind of sit there and we think, well, you know, I'm not a leader. I look around all these other people in my church and they all seem so important and special and I don't really have anything to be a leader. God picks the strangest people to be leaders. God really does, you know. I look back on my walk with Jesus and I think, why why did God ever pick me to do what I'm doing? Never expected him to. He comes and picks little black sheep and, and little ugly ducklings and little nobodies and uses them in the most powerful way. We should never kid ourselves that God doesn't mean for us to be doing something that he has planned for us to do. So we're here in Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 11, looking at the five leadership gifts. It says this, The gifts we gave were that some would be apostles, some would be prophets, some would be evangelists, some would be pastors, and others would be teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ. So there are five gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. An apostle is simply someone who gets sent out by the body of Christ, by the church, to go and do a new work. 
the 12 apostles were Jesus' disciples who were then sent out to build the church, to plant new churches. Paul was an apostle, someone who was sent out, and he planted a lot of new churches. Had to be a special sort of person to be one who is happy to be sent out from the group to do something new. It's a really special gifting, and it's a gifting that comes from the Holy Spirit. We don't choose this for ourselves. God chooses it. God chooses to make someone an apostle, and when you are, you just know, and you've got a motivation to do something new, and you go out and do it. Then there are prophets. A prophet is someone who speaks God's will into people's lives. It's a gifting that God has given me. Not one that I chose. We'll talk about it a bit later. It's not one that I chose for myself. It is the one that God chose for me to speak God's will, to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, what are you doing today? And, and to hear him really clearly and then to go and speak that into people's lives because that's what God has anointed me to do. Other people are evangelists. I have these friends, Peter and Ruth, um, and Peter and Ruth are just born evangelists, and they can't help it. They sit at a bus stop, and they're talking to someone about Jesus. They just It's how they're wired. It's how God has made them. You'd never pick them as evangelists. They don't look like Billy Graham, but God has blessed them to go and do that, and praise God, they do it every opportunity they get. Some people are called to be pastors. I was having a cup of coffee yesterday with a dear friend of mine, Peter Watson, who's a pastor not far from where I live. And Pete was talking to me and he said, Ah, you know, I just love what I'm doing. I'm here for the long haul and doing this, doing that. I said, Peter, I'd die if I had to do what you do. I'm not called to be a pastor, but Pete is and a whole bunch of other people are and churches are full of people who are gifted to be pastors. And I don't mean by that the minister of the church. I mean by that the sort of person who just pulls along and hangs with people for the long term and, and just hangs there and, and is with them and walks with them, who, who pastors them. As a shepherd pastors a flock, there's a real gifting. It's a real calling, it's a real anointing. And a lot of times pastors don't look to be anything special and they're the most important people, in my view, in the body of Christ. And then some people are called to be teachers. That's what I'm doing now. My two giftings are in the area of prophecy and, and teaching. If we were all teachers, it'd be boring. Fortunately, God only picks a few. These are the leadership giftings. They're not for all, but their role is to build the body of Christ. And when we come back after the break, we're going to look at the last grouping of giftings, which are called spiritual giftings. If you have a Bible, go and grab it, open it at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we'll catch up there after the break. I'm Bernie Diamond, and you're listening to Christianity Works. You and I, we need power to be holy. We need power to follow hard after Jesus in our lives. We need power to become all that God wants us to be and to do all that he's called us to do. Serious power. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Holy Spirit Power, and it's full of life-changing, practical Bible teaching to help you live your life in the incredible power of the Holy Spirit. To request your copy, stop by our mobile-friendly website, ChristianityWorks.com, or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415, and we'll send you your free booklet straight out in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com, or toll-free on 1-300-722-415. 
415. Now it's time to head back into God's Word and take a look at what He has to say about the often misunderstood and ignored spiritual gifts, the supernatural gifts that He's already given to each one of His children, just as He desires. We're talking today about spiritual gifts. Now, God is a dad, he's our dad, and his heart is to give good gifts to his children. If we, who are imperfect, know how to give good gifts to our kids, how much more will our dad in heaven give the Holy Spirit to us when we ask him? And with the Holy Spirit come gifts, gifts that are about who we are, but they're what God does through us to bless other people. We've talked about the motivational gifts in Romans chapter 12. We've talked about the leadership giftings in Ephesians chapter 4. And now we're moving on to the spiritual gifts. These are supernatural gifts, not magic. These gifts come from the Holy Spirit. Flick with me, if you have a Bible, to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were enticed and led astray by idols who couldn't speak. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, let Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are a variety of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. To another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discernment of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are activated by one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. These are spiritual gifts that come from the Holy Spirit. And they're not for super-Christians. They're not for special Christians. It says here, to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Believe in Jesus? God's plan is to manifest His spiritual gifts in you and through you, just as his plan is to do that with me. Now, there are a variety of gifts. Sometimes it's an utterance of wisdom. Sometimes it's walking into a situation and discerning what's going on and you just feel God give you this wisdom that you never had and you speak it and everyone goes, man, that's amazing. And sometimes it's a word of knowledge. Sometimes we can't know what's going on in someone's life, but the Holy Spirit just leads us to speak something, and it's bang on. Sometimes it's the most supernatural faith in the most difficult of circumstances. Sometimes God says, go and heal that person, because I'm healing them. Go and put your hands on them. Go and pray for them. The Spirit is about healing lives. Sometimes it's working in miracles. Sometimes it's a prophecy. It's a word from God that people just know has come from God. Sometimes it's discerning spirits. The devil is alive and well. And sometimes it's praying in tongues. One of the very common gifts. Now they're wonderful, wonderful gifts. But the most important thing, if you read the next couple of chapters of 1 Corinthians, which we're not going to, 
is that we should pursue love. We should, yes, strive for spiritual gifts because God wants to give them to each one, but the most important thing is that we walk in love. If you flick over to chapter 14 and verse 12, it says this, So with yourselves, since you are eager for spiritual gifts, strive to excel in them for the building up of the church. Now, I'm challenged by this. I'm a very right-brain, analytical kind of guy. And I had a prophecy given to me by telephone from a friend. And she rang one Saturday morning and said, God's just given me Romans chapter 12, verse 6. And that says, prophesy according to your faith. Now, the night before, I'd been at Bible college. And one of our lecturers, Dr. Barry Chant, whom I have just so much time for, said, today we're going to do prophecy. And I'm thinking, Barry, it doesn't work that way. God doesn't work like this. Hang on a minute. So I challenged him. And he smiled at me knowingly. And he sat me down with a young man. He said, prophesy into this man's life. I thought, God, Barry, come on. And Barry said, just start praying for him. And so I did. And God led me in a direction to pray for this young man. And I opened my eyes when I finished praying and he was sobbing. He was in tears because I prayed and spoke something into his life that I couldn't have known that was the biggest issue in his life right then. And Barry put his hand on my shoulder and had this knowing smile. God gave me that day, even though I didn't ask for it, the gift of prophecy. And prophecy for me is never easy. It's not something that comes lightly. It's not something that I have my mouth over easily. But when God calls me to prophesy, to speak his very specific will into some situation or into someone's life, I just know. And so I go and do that. And I see how God does the most amazing things. I've seen people blessed time and time again. That's the spiritual gift that God seems to give to me most often. Now, I would really like one of the flashy gifts like um, healing. That would be good. I'd love to be able to go along and lay my hands on people and heal them all the time. But it just seems that the place that God calls me into, being who I am and how he's made me, is in this area of prophecy. And it is so wonderful to see that step of faith, and that's what it is for me each time, because it's always a bit scary to do, to prophesy into people's lives and see God use that and see lives touched and changed. This is not the gift I had planned for myself. Yet, we don't get to choose. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. All of these are activated by the one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. This is a gift from God. And if we start taking gifts on ourselves saying, I'm going to be a healer, and God hasn't put that in us, then we're going to abuse that. And we're going to make mistakes and we're going to hurt people. God is a good God. God is a supernatural God. God goes ahead of us. God knows all things. God is all-powerful. God is all-loving. And God pours out gifts through his people into other people's lives. Sometimes they're unusual. Sometimes they're scary. Sometimes it's a huge step of faith to lay your hands on someone and pray for their healing. But when God is doing something, when God has shown up, you know something, you and I had better be there along with him. Otherwise, he'll use someone else. Our Father is a Father of joy. He's a good Father. He wants to give us good gifts. They're free gifts to each one of us. You. You, you believe in Jesus? God means to use you supernaturally in other people's lives. That's a fabulous plan. And yeah, you know something? It takes a bit of faith. 
but God knows that too. And he knows where we're at in our faith. Prophecy happens according to faith. My gift is a faith gift. And I just believe that when I open my mouth, I'm only doing it in his power. I won't open my mouth in my own strength. And God time and time again has done that. What, what if God plans to use you to heal people's lives? What if God plans to use you to put words of knowledge or words of wisdom into other people's lives? You know, if we're not cooperating with God, it's not going to happen. He's not going to drag us kicking and screaming. It says here that we should eagerly desire spiritual gifts and excel in those spiritual gifts. We've looked at three types of gifts today. Motivational gifts, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 7. Leadership gifts, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. Spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 11. God is a good God. God wants to bless people. You know, he sent Jesus to this planet not just to speak, but to walk on water, to heal people to give sight to the blind, to cast demons out, to die and rise again. God is a supernatural God. God touches lives supernaturally. Father, I pray for each person listening that you would give us a desire for your spiritual gifts, a desire for your spirit to flow through us, a desire for this world to be blessed by your spirit through us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, that's pretty much all we have time for today. But before I go, there's something very important that I need to share with you. This program, Christianity Works, is encouraging so many people in over 160 countries to draw ever closer to God in a rich, powerful, dynamic relationship with Jesus. But that's only possible through the generous support of friends like you. Each dollar that you give towards the ministry of Christianity Works today will help reach over 2,500 people with a gospel message. So a gift of, say, $35 can touch over 85,000 people with the good news of Jesus Christ. That's amazing. So let me encourage you to give a generous, tax-deductible gift of support to Christianity Works today. You can do that right now, securely online, by visiting our mobile-friendly website, ChristianityWorks.com, or by calling us toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com, or toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time next week with another message of God's love. God's grace and God's power for each one of us in Jesus Christ. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.